Hello and welcome to episode 66 of the Paul Norton podcast. Now, this is actually the first podcast of 2024, so I am very excited about this. Episode 66, it's a crazy how many episodes I have done and you know it's been one hell of a 2023 that is for sure and you know I suppose today's episode is just probably a little bit of a update in you know where I am but also just with the struggles I've been through and and you know hopefully it can help somebody especially with you know the new year and you know if I look back at this time last year actually I think this February at time recording this and this time last year I was in Mount Everest I was probably maybe 5,000 meters into the mountain and it's crazy how quick the year has gone you know this time last year in Mount Everest I had a mission of trying to get as far as I possibly could as a tribute to my grandfather who, who was dying at the time and he passed away you know late February last year and my whole mission at that time was to go up there and I actually went up topless and the reason why I went up topless is you know my granddad was going through the biggest struggle of his life so I wanted to challenge myself to as much as I could and going up there topless it was just a crazy experience you know I remember going up the mountain at one stage and this is probably 6,500 meters and you know my hair was frozen my nostril hair was frozen the hairs on my chest was frozen whole body was frozen but I was alive inside you know my granddad pops used to call him his you know memory his he guided me up the mountain and everything I'd done was for him and you know fast forward a year later I'm currently recording this podcast in Spain and you know I was on the way to the gym today and I just seen these mountains in the background and you know it's like Jesus this time last year I was I was in the biggest mountain in the world and now I'm, I'm looking at you know a mountain in Spain and just two different completely scenarios and I was saying on my story today that like last year 2023 it went so fast but you know for me going through a lot of stuff between you know went through a you know breakup before christmas last year um got kicked out of australia uh ended up going to moving to new zealand and then finding out my granddad was passing away so then i decided to climb mount everest you know to get up there as fast as far as i could to bring back a stone for him I was hoping he'd be alive but we didn't make it then you know I was living back home for the first time uh, since my mum passed away 13 years ago and you know it was so such a hard transition because when you've been away for so long I basically missed all of my 20s in Ireland so I left home when I was 20 21 when my um, mum passed away and you know went to America went to Canada and kind of just was bopping around to try to find my feet so I've been away f- I've not lived in Ireland for like you know 13 years when coming back was was a, a, such a struggle and I've not actually told anyone how much of a struggle it was but like 
I was mentally drained, like being back home and, you know, trying to transition being back home. Now, looking back now, I wouldn't change any of it because, you know, me living at home, I was living at home for maybe, sure, it must have been, because daddy passed away in August. So I was living at home from, you know, March, uh, April, May, June, July. I was probably five months at home. And, you know, I was five months at home and I came to a point where I just had enough. I just couldn't take it. So I actually decided to go to America. And my plan was to stay in America for maybe three months. And went over there. I was only in America for like 10 days and got a phone call off my brother. And it's like, you know, you know, like when people always say about that phone call, you kind of see it in the movies and maybe you've been the same maybe you've gotten a plane before and you've gone away and you've thought oh jesus hope i don't get a phone call like this and i never i never expected to I never expected but to be fair i do check my whatsapps every morning to see if everything's okay with my family but I remember that morning like getting the phone call is like my brother texted me then um, that morning he goes i know i would have been it would have been night time for me i woke up the next morning and um, brother texted me saying, oh, you know, daddy's in hospital, you know, he has pneumonia, whatever it was. I thought, sure, you know, fair enough, nothing, uh, nothing too bad. Then we got, I got a message then and it was like, do you need to go home straight away? And uh, it was just so surreal. But, you know, before that, being at home for that five months, as hard as it was, you know, with me, I wouldn't change it because... It gave me the chance to be at home with my dad for like, you know, five, six months. And it's kind of hard looking back now, being so far away from home. Like, we don't realize, I was living in Australia and I was living in New Zealand. And, you know, it's it's a long way away. And I was, I was you know, I, I tried to go home every year as much as I could. But obviously with COVID there, it was three or four years where I couldn't. You know, and I often look back and, and think like, you know, I miss so much of life with my dad and I miss so much of my siblings and, you know, it's, it is it it is really hard. You know, at the moment I'm in Spain and I'm going home in, in two weeks for, you know, we trip and holiday and Spain is nice because it's only three hours away. But if I look back at when my mum passed away, like, you know, I had 13 years of being away for a long time and, you know, looking back, it's... I. I I find myself asking the question, like, you know, if I could turn back time, would I do things differently? Because, you know, when you're, when daddy passed away, you know, I was lucky enough to get five months with him. And funny, funny story is that, you know, when he dropped, when I went to America in, uh, you know, middle of July, dropped the airport and he gave me a hug and I couldn't believe he says, be safe. I love you. And, I couldn't believe that was the first time he's ever ever given me a hug like it's like couldn't it was it was you couldn't write this and you know it was like that it was nearly like that he knew I wasn't going to see him again and um you know I'm getting a bit caught up there in my throat there but you know it was like he knew he wasn't going to see me again because he's never ever given me a hug and you know, he's, he's never ever said like, you know, be safe and I love you always. It's like, it was very surreal. And, you know, you don't realize that when we're living so far away from home, like it, 
looking back now is like I missed a lot of time at home. Missed. I left home with my younger brother Tomas. He was only, I think he was only fourteen, and like he's twenty seven now or twenty fourteen. Uh, no, he was sorry. He was twelve because that was ten. 12, 13, uh, 10, yeah, he was 12, sure, he's 25 now, like, so I left home when he was 12, and I've, I've missed all of his, like, childhood, you know, my, old Sarah would have been, uh, Sarah would have been probably, Sarah would have been 13, and Patrick would have been 13, 14, and it's, it's crazy looking back, and I've got a little nephew now, and, you know, one thing I've said is that, the idea of probably living in Australia and so far away, it, it's, it's not. I'm not going to do it again because I really value being able to spend time. And I'm not saying you need to. I'm not saying that you need to be there for your family. Do you know you need to do you? But I think this is a, is a good kind of a, a lesson, or not a lesson, but it's good to hear from perspective of someone who has been away for so long. You know, I went when my mum passed away. I I, I left. And then I kind of missed, I missed 13 years of having my dad there, which is, it's, it's quite hard and quite sad. And, you know, we don't realize this when we are away for so long. And, you know, especially when we're in Australia or in New Zealand, where it's, it's a, it's a long trip away. Uh, do apologies if you can hear some noise in the background. Currently, uh, I'm going to try and make a bit of a studio here for these podcasts because I got a studio back home in my uh, upstairs so I want to get one uh, going here if I can, if I'm going to stay here. But we don't really realize that, you know, when we are so far away, like, you know, for me, it's I never really missed my family when I was away. But it's only now after my dad passed away that's like, shit, you know, would it be, would have, would it have been nicer if I was at home? And, you know, you can't change your past. Like, my past has brought me to where I am now, and everything has happened for a reason. And, um, you know, but. I suppose in hindsight there it would have been nicer to come back more often but then COVID happened and, and stuff like that but sometimes sometimes when things like that happen we can be filled with regret and filled with, you know with guilt and one thing that I've learned to do and it's took a lot of work is that try seek opportunities from everything that's happened you know when my mum passed away you know it was so hard and you know my dad credit to him like he done an unbelievable job because I was only 20 at the time and my mum passed away I left home and I went to America and you know he basically had to raise you know Tomas there and Patrick you know three of them you know the single single dad and I wasn't there and I was the oldest and you know maybe I should have stayed at home and kind of you know took on the older brother old but you know you can't really you can't really do things with that either but he done an amazing job like you know the the chaps at home there like they're, they're the best in the world um, I'm not sure if to listen to this podcast, but sure if to do, you know, they might have a grin on their face there. But you know, my dad was a he was a funny old character. You know, he was a, a gas man, and he hadn't a clue what I'd done. He had no idea. You know, I'd be I'd be recording videos at home in the in the kitchen there, and like he's a he's a he's a heart of gold, real kind of shy fella. And um, I'd be you know making a video of high protein yogurt or something there on the, on the table, and he'd come in there and be, oh, oh, jeez, oh, jeez, sorry, sorry, you're doing a podcast, <laughs> and stuff like that. He's absolutely bonkers, but you know, he's mad there. Although he didn't, although he didn't show, he never, he wasn't a big man for like affection or a big man on, 
telling you he loved you but like you know he was a taxi driver and like it was mad there like it you'd be I'd be talking to people and in Facebook or Instagram and following me and they'd be like oh you know your dad was telling you you're doing this and my dad was a devil there like he, he'd often share stuff from he, he'd no idea what I'd done he didn't know what I'd done he's like oh you do fitness oh yeah that's great and um, when I make the videos like for Instagram sure he thinks I'm doing a, a podcast but like he he'd be devil like he'd always share stuff like I, I could I could do have something that's not even related to him by whatsoever and he's, he's just shared in the story you know but he'd be devil there like he'd be sending people in the taxi you know oh here's my son he does this and he, he wouldn't tell me this like he, he wouldn't alone him but like his way of showing how he loved me and his way of showing that he cared for me was like in the background he was showing all his you know his customers oh here's my son Paul and Paul is doing this and Paul is doing that and I didn't realize how proud he was and he, like he's proud as punch and the same goes for you know my siblings there he wouldn't tell them how proud he is but then he'd be on the phone to me and he'd be talking about Patrick and Sarah and and Tomas and he's a great chap and great hands and Sarah's a great mother and Patrick you know great with his you know the electronics but then it, when he wouldn't say it to them like so he was a, he was a devil and I suppose like a good point about that is like maybe you've got a family relative or whoever it may be maybe you're in Australia maybe you're not you know and the big thing is that whatever happens like just tell your parents you love them you know ring them every day give them a message although sometimes it may seem that parents don't care like in the background they do you know they mightn't tell you they love you they mightn't really show you much infection I used to get so angry I'd be like gosh he hasn't ring me I'm not going to bother me arse ringing him I'd ring him anyhow or give him a text you know because I was like, you know, he doesn't make the effort, he doesn't do this, doesn't do that. But then in the background, like he was like telling the world about me and his son was in Australia and he knew more about me than I did, but knew about myself. I'd be up climbing some mountain in Australia and he'd know before I'd know. And he'd be telling all his customers, oh, here's Paul, he's doing this thing today. Like a, a little devil like. But, you know, the point is that, you know, no matter how far away you are, or no matter what you think, you may be your friends or parents, you maybe you think that they don't care, don't put the effort in, in the background to do, they're probably home there in the local market saying, Jesus, look here, Sally, she's over in Australia there, she's, you know, dancing with kangaroos, or, you know, your dad might say, Jez, Tommy is here, he's in the mines there, driving a the big digger, like, and although he, he wouldn't say he's proud, he is proud in the background, and that's one thing I kind of learned is that you know when daddy was alive there not that I was uh, grudging but it's kind of like oh well he hasn't ring me and he doesn't really care and doesn't put the effort in but you know he was he was he was proud as punch he was doing this and his way of caring and his way of caring for me was like you know bringing him to the airport when it was stuck and you know showing his customers that Paul is doing this and sharing stuff on Facebook and liking my posts and his way of showing love so it's always important that you know especially when we are far away like that never think that no one doesn't make an effort you know because they are in the background but kind of brings me back to my you know original point there is that you know everything has happened for me I always see it as a reason like you know when my mum passed away I gave me the opportunity to help people not struggle the way she struggled because she struggled for for so much for years like and you know she struggled for years and years and years and you know then when my granddad you know when I had a breakup last year when, when my visa ran out you know in January you know that gave me the 
chance to go to New Zealand and you know funny story is that in New Zealand when I was overweight about five six years ago there was this plane trip Milford Sounds no yeah Milford Sounds and you could do like a scenic tour and I remember like I was quite a little bit heavy sorry if you can hear that um noise here I'm not sure if they realize I'm recording a podcast up here it's a bit rude of uh the people in their bikes but um anyhow (laughs) but when I was in New Zealand, I was quite overweight, and I was so overweight that I wasn't allowed to get on the plane to do this little trip because it was only a small plane. It was too overweight. Couldn't believe it. And you know, I've lost nearly forty kg at this stage. And when I got kicked out of Australia for my visa, I then said, "Sure, right, I'm going to move to New Zealand here." So I moved to New Zealand, and I actually was able to do that plane trip because I, w- I was I had lost the weight. Isn't that crazy? But then I was only in New Zealand for like. I think six days and then I got a phone call off daddy you know saying that pops he's on his last legs there you need to go home and you know he's not going to survive you know another three or four weeks and then in that moment I said right I'm going to do Mount Everest and I booked the ticket went there and I was best in the Everest the next day just no hadn't planned it wasn't even didn't think about it and the whole idea was my grandfather was a mountain man lived in the mountain found the mountain and that was his whole life so my whole goal was to get up the mountain as far as I could and to bring back a stone. You know, and then, you know, that made me come back home. My grandmother passed away, you know, made me come back home for the funeral. And then the visa ran out. And it was just, everything was aligned that was supposed to be at home at that same time. Meet my new nephew. And then I was home there for, you know, that's the first time I've been home in 13 years. And got to spend time with my dad and my little nephew and brothers and sisters and it was fantastic it was amazing built an office at home and wouldn't change it then you know me deciding to go to america at that point you know allowed me to get a hug off my dad and when i look back it's it's so chilling how it happened because it's the first hug he's ever given me dropped me to the airport hugged me said he loved me it's like this man has never said this in real life ever ever you know, and then went to San Diego, went to America, San Diego, there for six, ten days, had to come home. And, you know, my dad passed away. Again, everything has brought me back to, you know, my dad passed away, then made our family be a bit close, a bit more tighter. It's made me view things differently in terms of I want to be at home more often. And if that means that I potentially move to Spain and stay in Spain, whatever that may be, it's only you know across the water like it's not that far but everything happens for a reason and you know my dad passing away there has given me even more passion to really get my health and fitness message across because again this is another podcast for another day but you know my dad's health probably wasn't the best and he probably viewed you know health and fitness as you know asher it's about losing weight and you know six pack and this and that but our health is our wealth you know our nutrition or sleep or training or movement it's for longevity it's we can live the best possible life and not wake up feeling blah every single day and that's what health's all about and again you know my dad passed away it's been about six he died august so about six seven months now and august september october november december january yeah so five be six months six months in march which is a it's scary how quick you know time flies but you know 2023 is i was being a year i've never i don't want to have a year like it again it's just it was just 
shit after shit after shit after shit. There was just so much happening. Like I was saying, like when I was at home, when I came home and lived at home for that six months, it mentally drained me and just probably, you know, being back at home, being back in the home environment, being back in the place where my mum passed away, a lot of probably negative energy and it was just hard to deal with. And again, like I said, never told anyone this, like, but I did really struggle because I was away for so long and but again I wouldn't change anything because you know everything happens for a reason everything that's shit in life everything that's just blah it happens for a reason every situation every moment every opportunity everything happens for the next moment in life you know every struggle every challenge every shit time every breakup everything that happens like if I look at all my breakups in the past every breakup has brought me to a better partner every you know issue has brought me to something better you know, getting kicked out of Australia could be viewed as horrendous, as so bad, but then it gave me the chance to go to New Zealand to do that flight. My grandfather passing away, you know, brought me back home to Ireland. You know, because my granddad, if my grand didn't pass away, if my granddad wasn't, you know, in the place where he was, you know, dying, I wouldn't have come back home. And if I didn't come back home, I would have got to spend six months with my dad. And then I would have that would have ate me alive. So imagine that if my grandma didn't pass away, and again, I would want all of them back in a heartbeat. But if he didn't pass away, that mean I wouldn't have moved back home. I would, I would have stayed in New Zealand. And if I was, wasn't back home, then I wouldn't have got to spend six months with my dad. And then my dad would have passed away in the 1st of August. And then, you know, what then? So like, we can see everything in life as the world's against me, it's shit, I hate this, or we can see it as an opportunity. And again, that's not hard. And this isn't saying that you are, you know, you don't have feelings, you don't care, but you're just trying to, you're better off to, because everything has a negative and negative and a positive emotion. And everything has energy. So we can decide whether we waste energy on being negative and feeling like shit, or we can waste, not waste, we can put the energy towards being positive and look at opportunity because it's far more draining being negative and being you know letting the world take in but it's far more better to put the energy towards trying to be positive and looking at the outcomes and, and opportunities that doesn't mean that we're not going to feel sad because i do feel sad i often have a cry like the other day i was going down walking along the beach and the sun come on and just start crying for my dad like and that's okay doing this podcast i got a picture of him beside me and my family you know, it's not a good point too. When I was in Australia, I never had I never had any picture of my family, not one, not one picture. And now, like you know, on my desk here, on my office desk, I've got a picture of you know us at ages christening. You know, I've got my dad's belt which has Norton on it. You know, in front of me, I looked at my whiteboard there and the picture of my dad like just smiling away. I've got a picture of my mum there. I never had them when I was in Australia because you know for some reason i just didn't see it as like asher be grand kind of took it for granted and it's so cliche it's like you take these things for granted and by god you do but now like i wake up and i you know i get to see my family in these pictures and it's you know it may sound like a simple thing but it's powerful like so even like if you're away if you're in australia new zealand even like having a picture of family up on the wall like it's just it i don't know it it it's a different kind of a feeling now i know this podcast isn't your your typical health and fitness but my podcast isn't a typical podcast i don't have a fancy studio i don't have fancy anything i just talk and just kind of let it rip don't have a script 
because I just don't want to try make something up. I kind of talk how it goes. And, you know, this podcast really, it's more so just about understanding that life happens, things happen, and, you know, shit's always going to get in the way. But the biggest thing is that always try to seek the opportunity and always focus on the stuff that you can focus on. You know, one thing that when, you know, my dad passed away that first, like, two weeks, I was, like, just in the days. You know, my food was horrendous, wasn't training, wasn't, like, doing anything. I was just in a, a world of my own. And, you know, two weeks, I was just feeling like shit. And then I think it was, like, after, like, week two, I had a chat with my coach. You know, had a chat with my coach. We had a bit of a plan. The plan was, okay, Paul, every day you're going to go on the road. You're going to walk. You're going to send me a picture of you walking your dog, Daisy. Done that every day. I was like, oh, this is a bit silly, a bit stupid. Done it every day. I know I started to feel better. Like, I was starting to feel better. Now, I was still grieving 100%. But what I mean by feeling better is I was able to manage grief better. Because when I was eating shit food and junk food, not focusing on stuff I could focus on, trying to grieve and be emotional and then not looking after my body was like adding fuel onto the fire. But when I started to exercise, start to move, start to maybe reduce the shit foods, have more water, I was able to focus on something rather than focusing on the grief. Because what you focus on will grow. And it's not about neglecting or dismissing the grief or dismissing the emotional times. It's 100% not. But you want to try focus on the on the control because I couldn't focus what what happened. I, I couldn't focus how I'm feeling, but if I was to then focus on maybe my sleep and my steps, getting some exercise in, having some more nutritious foods, I'm fueling my body. I'm giving my food, my body some good nutrients, and I'm focusing on something because as humans we love control, and when we're not in control, we get overwhelmed, we get anxious, we just feel like oh it's so frustrating. But when we're in control of just the 1%, it gives us a bit more power. We feel we're in control again. And when we feel like we're in control again, we can manage and process emotions a lot better. So when I start to get a handle on my just simple stuff like steps, you know, my food's a bit better, sleeping better, then I was able to, I was still grieving, I was still crying every, you know, every freaking night. But I was able to manage it from a better place because it was focusing on something else rather than focus on one area. It's like a bucket, right? You know, let's say you have, you have, let's say you've got a plastic bag. You've got a plastic bag and you fill it with water. Like that bag is only very small. That's a lot of water in that bag. Eventually it's going to burst. But what if you were to then get another bag and put half the water into the other bag? What's going to happen is you're going to focus on you're still going to have the other bag there, but you're putting half of the water into another bag. So your focus now is, is on two bags, not just one bag. Because that one bag is going to burst, just like you. It's going to mentally destroy it. But when you can focus on the second bag, focus on something else, then you're not focusing on you know that one area. And then it just makes dealing with situations a lot better. And you can deal with this in any situation. You know, if, if you've got a bad day in work, you've had a bad whatever it may be do you ever notice when you have a big fight right when you've got a massive fight or you're, you're row with someone when you go for a walk or run you feel so much better you feel like oh i feel better because we're not focusing on what's happened when we're going for a run or when we're going for a walk we're probably focused on something else it's like when you do you know cold uh, ice baths or cold exposure when you jump in a cold sea in a cold sea jeez tongue twister tonight 
you know, let's imagine you've had the, the I, I can promise this, if you've had the worst day of your life, it was horrendous, right? And you then go into the freezing Irish sea, jump in it for 30 seconds, I can promise you, you will forget about all the shit that's happened in that day. It will just disappear because now your body and mind is focusing on not freezing to death. So you're just, you've just changed your focus. That's all you've done. So next time, if like if you've had a really, no matter how bad your day was, how shit it was, as you jump in the Irish Sea, your mind will focus on not freezing to death. And what's going to happen is you're going to forget about the whole day. It's just like that. You're just shifting your focus. I always say, in like inside my program, we have these three pillars: nutrition, training, and mindset. Because it's not your, it's not your diet that fails or nutrition. It's not your exercise that fails. It's more so your mindset. Because we all know what to do: eat less food, move more. We all know how to make overnight oats. We all know how to use an air fryer. We all know how to use a slow cooker because that's always seen in social media. But it's not them things that fails. You know why are you not able to stick to your nutrition? Why are you not feeling motivated? Why are you not able to have discipline with your nutrition? Why are you not able to exercise? Why are you not motivated to exercise? All these stuff comes back down to mindset, and it's a mindset shift is where you know a lot of the, a lot of the big results will come from. So if you can focus on nutrition, training, and mindset, them three areas, you're going to win, because. When we do a quick fix, a, 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 let's say a four-week shred plan, what do we do? We focus on nutrition, we focus on tra- and, and diet. Boom. What happens after four weeks? We've we gained the weight back on. But if we focus on the three fundamentals in nutrition, training, and mindset, you've got the golden ticket. Because your mindset is always going to be that foundation for everything. Because if we have a poor mindset... We can't expect to be able to be motivated or be disciplined around our food. We can't expect to be able to stick to food on weekends. We can't expect to say no to, to certain things in order to stay on point. So your mindset's always going to be a big fundamental. And I'm a big believer in, in like your mindset, training, and nutrition. Because you know this, your, your mindset, how you think, the iterations is huge. But I hope this was helpful. Again, it was only very short and sharp. It's like a 30-minute podcast. I do apologize if there was any noise in the background there. I believe there's some kids down there screaming. You know, I'm sure they, they, they didn't get to remember that I was ever doing a podcast, but that's okay. Like I said, the podcast is, you know, it's it's not rough and ready, but it's real. It's, it's, it's in here. It's in the moment. There's no fluff. It's speak how it is. And again... Hope everything I said made sense and, and helped you in some shape or form. And, you know, if you're in Australia, if you know someone who's in Australia, if your daughter's in Australia or son or maybe your parents or whatever it may be, send them this podcast because maybe they need to listen to this. Maybe it could be, you know, a good thing for them because it's always to be overseas and it gets hard being over there. But sometimes we just need to hear from a different perspective to say, oh, that makes sense. Maybe I should ring him or maybe I should ring her or maybe I should tell him I love him or vice versa. And again, this is just my experience, what I've been through and you know how I've dealt with these little situations because, again, it's good to hear from someone's point of view, from someone who's been there before, especially when it comes to you know losing parents and health and fitness. And the key message for this podcast is to everything has an opportunity. Everything in life, every issue, every drama, every sad, every tear, it all has a purpose and it's all leading you towards the bigger picture. 
Hope you have a fantastic day, fantastic night. Hope this is going again. I'd love to hear your feedback. Send me a message on Instagram, Facebook, email me, share it onto your stories, tag me. I love when I see these shares because all I want is to help just one person. If I can help one person, that is my job done. From me to you, adios.